0: Hello podcast listeners. Today we're gonna dive into something that's very important. We're gonna look at this content and communications specifically for those who are just getting started into a new area. So you might be coach, practitioner, freelancer, trainer, and really early in your game, a little bit early in that time in the trenches. So the practitionership uh, doesn't have tons and tons of experience. However, you're at a place where you want to start communicating, you want to start creating, uh, putting some content out there, starting to connect with your audience and building trust and attention. And so we're going to dive into how you could think about that, how you could frame that. Because while these concepts will ring true for all business owners, even those who are a little bit more experienced, there's a unique set of challenges and a unique mindset that we tend to have when we're very early In the game. So I'm going to dive into that. I hope you enjoy it. If you are a little more experienced, you're still going to get some takeaways out of this because we're going to frame up how we can look at content in general. And especially if you're wanting to increase your content, I think you'll see some value in this as well. So without further ado, let's jump in. This is John Marsh and you're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. So when I walk into my favorite cafe and I order an espresso, there's this multi-sided experience that's happening. So on one hand, I have the coffee itself, the flavor of the espresso, how the shot is pulled, where the beans came from, the temperature of the water as it's pulled through the the shot, uh, the the cup, how the cup feels, the experience of the actual coffee, the taste, the flavor, uh, you know, the tones of the coffee. All of this fits into sort of one side. And let's call it the practitionership or the um, product or the service itself. Then on the other side, we have everything else. And when we look at this, we have this huge kind of ecosystem that's wrapped around this concept of communication. So for me to know that the cafe exists in the first place, they probably have a presence on social media. They may have served somebody else in a powerful way and that person has been able to tell me about the cafe or maybe they have a website or maybe there's some simple signage out the front and some people standing around the sign because it's a popular spot all of this is outside of the home communication so this is how somebody who is a cold audience or someone who doesn't know about the cafe will come to know about the cafe then we have the inside of the home communication so I walk through the sliding door. What's the experience? Am I seen? Am I acknowledged? Am I greeted? Is there a smile? What's the tone like? What's the music like? How am I experiencing this whole business? What's the brand feel like? What's the emotion that's evoked? And this is all different forms of communication. And this extends right up to when I order the coffee. So the payment, Uh, the delivery of the coffee or the service at the table, all of this is wrapped around communication. So when we look at a new business, we have a unique set of conditions, right? Because on one hand, the practitionership or the time in the trenches is a little bit shorter than on another business. So you might be in the first 12, 24, 36, 48 months You know, of the business, three, two, three, four, five years. The first, uh, the first, like kind of sprint or first leg of what will be a marathon, right? If we think about it, so we have this is this early practitionership or this sort of um, younger nature in terms of the operations is on one side of the coin, and on the other side is this realization that we still need to be communicating. You know, and I often talk about this, even if you've got a passion, something that you think you may look to develop into a business down the line, we need to be focusing on this communication piece very, very early because it helps us to build what's called the network effect, connection with other like-minded individuals, helps us to build trust and attention with an audience or even just a few people who we might be interacting with, whether that's online or offline. So... What do we do if we're early on and we wanna start communicating this stuff via social media channels or content? So by content, let's say we meaning the main social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, any of these nature, and also longer form native content that might be on your website, blogging, uh, video blogging, any of this stuff that sits, on, sits at your home, on your website itself. So how do we go about this? Because when we start, when we go to start executing very quickly, the common narrative that we see is, well, what do I say? I don't have the experience that a lot of my peers do. When I look sideways, I see someone who's, you know, obviously been in this game for 12, 15 years, and they have this great teacher archetype, this tone, this ability to articulate their message, their point of view very powerfully. I'm only beginning. What's my... What's my, what's my position here? How do I go about this? How do I express what I wanna say? And who's even gonna to listen to me anyway because I'm so new? Okay, so this is where we need to back the truck up a little bit. When we think about content, we need to remember that what we're really doing is building trust. We're building connection and trust with the audience. And when we look at this, we have this concept of communications. We know that we can split up this communications into up to six or more different sort of types. And I've talked about this. If you haven't seen it yet, check out the website, scroll down and get uh, your, your eyes onto what's called the machine. So I talk about humanizing content creation. And basically we have uh, six different types. So let's go through them quickly. We have storytelling, which is your story. Uh, this could be origin story or things that are happening to you on a day-to-day basis. We've got storytelling, that's uh, stories from your clients or from your peers. We have what's called a behind-the-scenes content, BTS. Uh, this is kind of contextual in nature, so helps us to see what's going on. Uh, we have action, so content, which is of you in action. So this helps to build trust um, and authority. So this could be you actually... Uh, you know, practicing or operating, doing what it is that you do for your work and somebody documenting that. Then we have educational value and then we have entertainment value. So when we look at this narrative of I'm not that experienced, I don't have that much to give or what I do have to give has been done already and it's been done at a high level, which often is the case when you're brand new. We need to recognize that we're only looking at one of six of those pieces of content in that field. So if this narrative is stopping us from creating altogether, then what's very clear is that we're leaving a lot of trust and a lot of attention off the table because it feels like we don't have anything to say. It feels like it's all been done before and it's been being done at a higher quality. But what we're really just seeing is that typically it's only the educational content that we're seeing or talking about as a beginner if you're starting out in your business even if you haven't started trading you still have the ability to deliver on all other five types of content at an equal level as someone who's been in the game for five, 10, 15 years because let's go through it quickly we had storytelling from you we had storytelling from your peers or, or clients And even if you had one client or someone who you were just starting to work with, you could share insights or stories. We had behind the scenes content. We have action. So content of you in action. And then we have entertainment value. That was the other fifth one. And then the education was obviously the one that was we tend to compare. So what does this mean? It means that if we're just starting out, we're brand new, we wanna build trust, we wanna build connection, we wanna share on social, whatever that may be, whatever that might look like, your favorite platforms, wherever your audience is hanging out, we need to do so and we can pay particular attention to these other areas of sharing, of creating, storytelling, contextual content behind the scenes, sharing insights, uh, entertainment value. Okay, so what does this look like? Well, if we zoom out, this looks like you creating content pieces around what's actually happening for you, where you're at, and starting to share these insights, these thoughts, these ideas, and some of this behind the scenes action. As you develop as a practitioner, which will happen by default, because we know everything improves with practice, your ability to execute and, and deliver that educational content will also improve as well. So this means that while we still do educational content based on where we're at, we make sure that we also include a lot of sort of humanized content. And this allows us to round out our communication, still get a lot of connection, a lot of engagement. We can start to uh, enroll and engage with our audience around us, where we're at, who we are, what we're doing, the insights that we see right now, the assertions that we can make right now based on our stories and experience. We don't need to be operating at a veteran level on the educational content in order to be creating a lot of content and building that trust. Remember, we often talk about uh, trust, we often talk about connection and relationships when we think about this stuff, relationship is our future currency. So our ability to do sales, our ability to work with someone, it all comes back to our ability to build relationship. And relationship being built on trust is going to be stemming from this humanized content, uh, your ability to start where you are and start to share. So I'm gonna run through a few different examples of what this may look like, I'm gonna move fairly quickly here. So if this is actually you and you're looking to create these pieces of content or you're looking to actually integrate this stuff, then you'll probably wanna listen to it a couple of times. Uh, I'm gonna call this uh, my first 10. So I'm gonna run through 10 pieces of content and share how you might split this up. Now, remember, this is one example of something that could be tactical. So I tend to not go deep onto tactical nature on say a podcast. The reason being that everybody's different. However, this is fairly broad, fairly open, and you could, you could definitely contextualize this for where you're at. So let's go through it quickly. And if you get some value out of it, then that's awesome. Okay. So the first thing is this emphasis on storytelling. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the first piece of content a story. Right, And I talk about this, you can jump into that PDF and find out more about storytelling. But let's say content piece number one, a story, and let's say we cover something to do with your first mentor, your first teacher in the space. And this is great because this allows you to share with us where you learned a lesson, something that you learned, and also gives credit to somebody that you looked up to, someone that paved, helped pave the early part of the path for you as well. Uh, In terms of the format, let's go with video, okay? So you might do a face to camera video where you just speak to the camera and talk about, uh, you know, when I first started out on this journey, I was really fortunate to meet this guy, Barry, and he taught me some great things about X, Y, Z. This is how I think about these things today. And this allows you to give credit, allows you to elevate and allows you to share story, okay? So really simple, doesn't require you to be Uh, a veteran or a high level expert in the field. Number two, uh, let's call this an update. So something you're grateful for. This could be a picture. This could be uh, a post, something that you are grateful for, something that's happening for you at the moment. Uh, It could be material. It could be an idea. It could be a person. And really what we're doing is just um, painting out a little bit of the picture of your of your ecosystem, your your environment, your sphere, so to speak. So that's number two, something you're grateful for. It could be a, a, you know, a picture of the beach where you go for your morning walk, something of that nature. It doesn't matter. It's just an update, right? Something that's something that you're thinking about, something that you're grateful for. Uh, number three is educational. So this would be, you know, uh, this would be something that you're sharing and educating us on. And remember, while we at this part of the journey may not be a true expert or veteran in that space, we still can share education. We can still share ideas and concepts that we're thinking about, that we're passionate about. So you might try a long form blog post here. Uh, you could do that on Facebook directly. You could do that on a caption, on Instagram. You could do that on a LinkedIn article, uh, longer form, something where we can go a little bit deeper. Uh, let's move on, maybe a behind the scenes piece of content. So something a little extra you do, something that, you know, you don't share all the time, something that helps to make up the fabric about how you do your work. Uh, For an example of this could be a little video about how I would do behind the scenes of a podcast, for example. And this could be done face to camera talking about the process. And that could be a little piece of content that helps to build trust and resonance because it shows the process of what's going on behind the scenes. So in all of this stuff so far, we're letting people in a little bit, we're letting them into our world and we're being okay with the fact that, you know, you might just be in year one or the first few months uh, of this new journey. And that's cool because this is a snapshot of what's happening. Uh, Moving on, you know, we could do another educational piece, maybe a practice or a tool that's helpful uh, with a picture. We could do a contextual piece after that, you know, something that you're working on right now. Um, something that you're practicing, something that you're focusing on right now. And that's maybe another picture. Uh, We could do a a contextual piece, which is you in action. So this could be you working with that client, doing um, that creative process, working on um, developing your model, whatever it is, and documenting that and then sharing it. So this could be done as a video where you just document that process and then you share it out as content, and this gives us a little bit of um, insight as to how it looks to see you working, and this helps to build trust and resonance. Uh, moving on, you know, another story. Why don't we talk about you know a lesson that you learned, and we could do another blog or a long form piece. Uh, wrapping it up, we could do a contextual piece, something that happened this week, and this could be a picture. Finally, another educational piece. So explaining a concept a video uh, face to the camera, where you actually explaining or teaching or talking about a concept that you wanted to share. So I just went through 10 pieces here. If you need to go back and listen, if you really get stuck, send me an email, I can just forward you this list. Effectively though, the feeling that you would have gotten from these 10 pieces is that you know what, it didn't really matter that I wasn't the best in the industry at this point in time. I'm working on that. These 10 pieces of content allow me to connect and contribute and communicate with my audience. It allows me to find and connect with what are called the early adopters, the first few people. And I might already know these people it could be a friend of my, a friend of a friend or a family friend or my uncle, Joe, whatever it is. This allows me to share what's going on without feeling as though I need to be creating, uh, you know, the Encyclopedia Britannica with each and every post. What we find on social media is that this focus on educational content, how-tos, tutorials, instructionals, is given a lot of weight, especially in the health and wellness industry, and yet it's saturated. It's a part of the communication which is very overcooked, doesn't mean don't do it, but it means that it really benefits by being supported with entertainment behind the scenes, storytelling, all of these other beautiful humanized ways of communicating. One thing, if you get stuck on this, that I like to think about is if you were to walk into the room now and open the door, come in here to the office where I'm recording and start to talk, you wouldn't walk in the door and straight away open up with an educational piece of content. There would be a bit of storytelling. There would be a little bit of contextual stuff. What happened before you came in here? What can you tell me about your day? What's something that you're thinking about? When we communicate naturally, organically in the real world, we seek opportunities to connect at a human level through story, through contextual content, through entertainment, telling a joke here or there. And what happens is we've lear- we're have we trying to learn this way of communicating much later in life on social media, on digital platforms, that we forget this stuff, that we get these ideas that it needs to look a certain way because someone else is doing it a certain way. When really it's a lot simpler and it's a lot more organic than that. So that's really it. The main intent behind this focus is... That we're developing what's called the creator's mindset. So we're learning to see the fear in ourselves that comes up before we publish or distribute these pieces of content. We're developing the skill set of actually creating, right? So actually, the operating, the way of using the the platform itself, uploading the video, trimming the videos, speaking clearly, being able to write the captions. Uh, all of these things in uh, engaging, commenting, and engaging with other people, we're developing the skill set, right? Um, the way that we're doing it, so the way that we're developing the creator's mindset, understanding the fear and the resistance, and developing the skill set is through this bias towards telling stories and documenting contextually where we're at, what we're up to. Um, and then finally, the format, the what we're just using videos, we're using photos, we're using uh, long-form blogs. One thing that I like to talk to people about is that it doesn't need to be all amazing photography, it doesn't need to be super high-end. The most important part of this is that we're flexing that muscle, we're developing that muscle around the creator's mindset, around moving through the fear and around the skill set. not making perfect uh, pictures and perfect videos. If we fall victim to the resistance, the perfectionist mindset, we simply will not be able to develop the creator's mindset because we'll be stuck at zero, right? So this is about learning to move quickly. This is about creating, about moving past that fear and starting to get uh, in the in the arena. You know, starting to get on the court, starting to put the stuff out there, share where we're at. And and sort of get used to that feeling and then from there We can also start to engage with others and build relationship as well, which of course will serve you going forward so That's it for today. The big takeaways if you're early in your journey You are going to be early in your experience your Practitionership level will be not be as developed as other people in your industry and That's okay, we still need to communicate, we still need to develop the creator's mindset, we still need to learn to move through fear, we still need to connect with our audience and build trust and attention. So we start to focus on a little bit more of a storytelling bias in the content, uh, contextual nature in the content, documenting what's going on, what we're thinking about, the ideas that we have, rather than feeling that we need to be educating all the time. That's it, I hope this has been helpful if you have felt stuck with creating and you're in those first few years, uh, or even later, you know, even later, if you've been doing this, your work for a while. Sometimes the narrative can still be present that we're not good enough to share or we don't have the ability to share. Uh, So in either case, if this is you, I hope this is helpful. Go back and listen to those 10 pieces again if you want. Uh, I think three out of 10 of those were educational and the rest of them were storytelling, contextual, Um, And very simple and very easy for anyone sort of at any stage to create and share, uh, which can start to add value. If you get stuck, as always, send me a little email. Let me know your thoughts, john at johntmarsh.com. And I'll try to address it on one of the next episodes. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we'll see you on the next episode.